This week on Rage Against the Stream, the Rats Pack sink their teeth into the popular Netflix show, Bad Vegan. And don't worry folks, no animals were harmed, consumed, or unfortunately, made immortal during the recording of this show. So pull up a chair and get stuck in. Listeners, okay, first off, I'm not a vegetarian. Um, I do try to eat healthy. Today, we're going to be talking about bad vegan. And you know, the funny thing about this Netflix series, it's not necessarily about the, the, the I guess, the, the, the lead person that it's about, uh, not necessarily adhering to the rules of veganism, more about how this person was quote unquote taken advantage of that's all i'm going to say for right now we're going to rip this thing apart can't do that without my people first up mr lloyd Doucette. what is going on killer oh not much man just out here backstroking in this bad weather <laughs> i feel like weezer right now man on the blue album remember that song you take your car to work I'll take my board. Yeah, yeah, we got super. Uh, so for oh, re- for reference, oh, uh, we alternative, got, alternative Weezer. Yeah, we got some uh, torrential rain coming down here in the south, so uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. And mm. of course, uh, to round out the group, our uh, our social media star, uh, our girl in the chair, Miss Money Jenny. What's going on? Hello, hello. Uh, just, just to start off, I will not be singing. Mm. <laughs> Lloyd, I'll leave that to Lloyd. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I'm just here and ready to get uh, into the, the the meat of it. If you, wow. If you like. Yeah, so, you would have did better with a song. You should have went with a song. <laughs> <laughs> you should have went with a song. <laughs> so all these all these puns I've heard so far is that is that what is that what I can expect for the show? Yep. Is, Meat puns. And, uh, the puns. Wow. I mean, no matter how you slice it. I mean, we're still oh. gonna... <laughs> God dang. Oh. God dang. That's where I'm we at. Plate okay. full of puns for you. Oh, boy. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All anyway. you can eat puns. <laughs> God dang. Y'all still going. Oh, okay. So, Bad Vegan, the latest Netflix true crime i don't even know what to call this thing docuseries it's currently sitting 100 percent on rotten tomatoes god damn just a quick synopsis of the show after marrying a mysterious man who claimed he could make her dog immortal oh man a vegan restaurateur finds her life veering off the rip okay first off first off just with this synopsis Restauranteur finds her life veering off the rails. Okay, you met a guy who said that he could make your dog immortal, and you're surprised life is veering off the rails. If that ain't a red flag, I don't Dude. know what is a red flag. Dude, what what is what what okay? Look, we had to break this thing up into parts. We watched the first two parts one night, which look, I'm gonna be honest, I was falling asleep. 
on uh, part two. Uh, then we came, we went back, went back and watched parts three and four uh, a few days later. Man, look, I, I understand, you know, being swindled, being taken advantage of, but at some point, when does personal accountability come into play here? It Just doesn't. leave it right there. You guys take it from there. <laughs> I mean, hey, wouldn't you fall head over heels with a guy who told you he can turn your dog into Duncan McLeod or Clay McLeod? I mean, <laughs> Dude. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, well, hey, to, I, mean, I, to be, I might bite. I might bite. I might bite. Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. This this episode just serves itself. It does. It wow. God uh, dang! I can't stomach oh. all these puns, man. Oh god damn! Oh man. So 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 Jenny, I got a question for you. So hmm. some some rando dude, mind you, not a very fit guy, not somebody that's in a whole lot of shape, and tells you. That he, to, in summation, he is in Black Ops Special Forces and he can make your dog immortal. Are you sticking around? Okay. Well, one of my first points when I was seeing this was, I think I asked you, like, how, if he's in, if he's in Black Ops, shouldn't he have to be in some sort of like tip-top physical shape? I mean, oh, he I know his he story was he was, was, in, was right. in recovery, but like mm. you would. I don't know. If you're planning to get back into Black Ops, wouldn't you want to keep in shape? Oh, oh, he was in shape. The shape is round. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the shape is oh, round. Yeah, oh, but, yeah so many red flags, man. I mean, I love my dog, but if someone comes to me and says they can make my dog immortal, I'm not that gullible. Right. It's just right. not going to happen. Well, I tell you what, man. The guy, he, I'll give him this, man. He, he, he knew how to lay out a good solid story. He touched on all the key points that basically modern today's modern day women look for. And he topped it off with stuff like black ops, whatever I always said about when a show, a movie, television show, when they bring in black ops, what are they basically saying? We, oh. we don't and or cannot explain what's happening. So we're going to go with black ops. Nobody questions black ops. And that's what he did. And that's what he did. And he sold it, man. Girl says she walked in and caught him playing Call of Duty on his laptop. Man, that's all he was doing. He was campaign 2.5 of Call of Duty. I know so, that's all that was, man. So one thing, one out of this, the four episodes, and it was, it was, it was, it was okay. It was decent. I mean, I've, I feel like I've seen this thing a thousand times already. But oh, tender um, swindler, tender swindler. Yeah, there you Same go. thing. Same thing. One the one thing that stood out to me, and I didn't get it until the lawyer said it at the end. And when when they were essentially just trying to wrap everything up and trying to figure out, well, who was wrong, who was right, was anybody wrong, was anybody right, blah blah blah, so on and so forth. He said something to the effect of that Sorma was actually trying to run game on mm -hmm. Anthony, mm -hmm. and it backfired, and then she found herself stuck. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that until. Um, he talked about it at the end that like, yeah, that was why they originally got married because he was like, oh, I can pay all your, your debt off. You know, mm -hmm. we just have to get married so you can give me all your money tax free or whatever. So it's like, eh. yeah, mm -hmm. it just feels like it backfired. Like it almost sounds like she originally was the one that was like, oh, well, 
I can you know, get all my debt paid. This is, this is great. Had Sarma been successful in essentially getting this guy to pay her bills and then the story transpired a different way and it ended with Anthony realizing, oh, wait a minute, I've been taken advantage of. Do you guys think this would be a series on Netflix? Nope, not at all. Not at all. No. It would have been it would have been an uh, episode of Looney Tunes. <laughs> a, po a, a post on Facebook. Huh? Uh, that's all it would have been, man. That's all it would have been, man. When that happens to guys, we don't get Netflix series. We get told you should have known better. Take your loss. Walk it off. That's what we get told. It happens to a woman. Oh, man, we get a whole we get four fresh piping hot episodes of not lack of accountability. Blaming dude. She blamed the guy the whole time. Not one mm -hmm. point did she even when they went on the run. It was like, oh well, yeah, I didn't really see them, dude. You got paid employees. You I mean, employees who yeah. you have not paid, and you are running. Even her dad was like, well, I mean, hey, look, you got employees back home. You didn't pay them. You disappear. Hey, ah, call that on the lamb. Even her dad was like, come on, really? Well, it's like she always always kept saying, "He forced me to do this. He mm -hmm. forced me to do oh, that." It's oh, like, quote, quote as unquote, far as manipulated. I know, manipulated. Hey, as far as I know, there was never any mention of like violence or like. Nope threatening her Black or ops. anything it was just ask her to do it and expect <laughs> her to do it like i think that was implied with black ops <laughs> yes yeah she did mention a few times how she was oh she was scared of him she didn't know what he would do and all that but no nah, that was no nah, it wasn't true man and at no point was she scared of the guy. She was fascinated by the guy. She was intrigued by him. She said it at the beginning when she first met him, you know, how, oh, yeah, he w went into this house and he came out with these diamonds and all this and that. Mm -hmm. Okay, bro. I mean, really, what kind of black op agent takes his girlfriend? Hey, you hungry? Let's go get some chilies. Hey, but first I got to stop off and holler at Rainbow Six real quick. So just wait. In the <laughs> <room>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really? But, but, Fall out in the what? open like that, man. What kills me, though, is she met him like, OK, she met him under his Twitter pseudonym of like what, like Shane Fox or something like that. Mm. And that's his real name. Mm, no, I think. No, his no. name is Anthony. Anthony? Yeah, his name is Anthony. Oh, yeah. I, thought I, I thought I said his real name was Shane Fox. I no, that that's was his, his real name. That's his Twitter handle. Oh, OK. All right. I got it backwards. Okay. Uh huh. And, the, and then from there, he convinced her he was, you know, mm. special ops. But but okay, he said that he was constantly under surveillance, in that <laughs> him access to her digital accounts for her own safety. Okay, so oh let me God. let me understand this. You you are constantly under surveillance, but you on Twitter. <laughs> I'm playing playing words with friends. <laughs> playing words with friends. I mean, he was what friends with Ali Baldwin, so you know. I mean, that's all. Oh, that, now what? You know, that's why all did... you need. Baldwin and that dude got enough problems right now. Is he social proof, man? You heard what the guy said on there. Oh, yeah. I looked him up on Twitter and when I saw he was friends with Alec Baldwin. Oh, you must be cool. He must be legit. Social <laughs> proofing, man. Social proofing. Yeah. Alec Baldwin didn't know is. that guy. Bruh. Yeah. Responding Bruh. to his tweets. Yeah. As a grown person, at what point in time do you step in and take accountability? Yeah. Okay. You know mm -hmm. what? Yeah. You know what? A lot of this was my fault. Yeah. Thinking back on it. That really did sound stupid. I shouldn't have did that, you know, instead of, oh, well, he manipulated me. He made me do this. He told me my dog was going to live forever. He did. Real what? I mean, that's that's what we're going with. 
I mean, ooh, well, you gotta... even at the beginning, I feel like she said, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something like in episode one or two that like, oh, well, you know, I kind of had a feeling that I was being scammed, but I just didn't want to admit it because once you admit it, you know, that's it makes it real. So she just continued to exactly. carry on with all this crap. So it's like, clearly, you know, it's wrong because you just said that. That right but... there, that right there, what you just said is the 100 percent basis of everything that happened. She knew the whole time that it was jacked up. But what she was willing to do was go along with the dream that that guy was selling her and just hope that it shook out, hope mm -hmm. that it shook out. But I mean, who you a grown person knows, man, a grown person. Dude, as soon as you just start talking about my dog living forever. No, man. No, no, no. Now question said at the end. She was lying to that. I don't, was he an investor or something? The guy that yeah. she owed all that money to. She was even lying to him about who the guy was. Mm-hmm. Yep. So oh, like, yeah, that, that's, you're not blameless. That's right. When he was supposed to meet up with him and he kept putting him off. Yep. And she didn't tell. Yeah, she, I mean. He didn't say, oh, oh, he's my husband. And, exactly. you know, the two different names. Oh, it's the same guy. You know, she just went along with it. Like this Michael, I think he was going mm -hmm. by. That he was yeah. a completely different guy. Like. So let me ask you guys a question. Do you think these two people loved each other? No. Nope. Well, mm -hmm. mm, well, I think she I think she might have at first until like there were too many black ops missions that he <laughs> couldn't explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think at first she did mm. at one point, I think in the beginning she did love him and he checked all those boxes for her. And I think she did love him until all the red flags started popping up. And then after that, I think it was just justification. Her, like, like Jenny said, it was just like, she kept making excuses and just hoping that, you know, maybe if, okay, if I give him another, you know, another hundred thousand. Yeah. That might, that, that right there, that might be the hundred thousand that gets him out of this black ops. I don't, so. I don't think she was, I don't think she was in love with him. I think, she was attracted to him and in love with the idea of everything he was like offering. Nah, as soon as he mentions, better. oh, I can pay off all your debt. I think that just that just blinded yeah. her because she was in a tight spot and she was like, oh, OK, well, not only can he give me this and this and this. Like, oh, man, he can pay off all my debt, you know, and I think she just got carried away with it. That actually makes more sense. Maybe I'm giving away too much credit. That actually well, makes that, more sense. Well, that's what I, that's what I, I was saying. About the way the thing ended with the lawyer kind of giving different perspectives of mm -hmm. what happened. Honestly, honestly, I'm more apt to believe that last thing he said where, yeah, she saw this as an opportunity to kind of take advantage mm -hmm. and then it, it just backfired. I honestly kind of think that, and yeah, I'm sure at some point, maybe some real feelings got, but man, at the end of the day, I, I really think that's what it was. I think, yeah, mm -hmm. she just saw an opportunity because I mean, dude, who I mean, as much as I hate saying this, man, who wouldn't see something right, you're in a tight spot? You see a mm -hmm. way out. And 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 the and the way out is, you know, it's presenting itself as, you know, this this great guy into this and that. It's like you're mm -hmm. looking at it and thinking, oh, this is a win-win. And then yeah. you get you get deep into it and it's like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait yeah, a minute. Lose, lose, lose. <laughs> I, I, I chose, po I chose poorly. <laughs> you know, mm. this is the yeah, the night from Last Crusade all over again. You chose poorly. So mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, hey, uh, player got played. That's, or, what or, basically, or, that's what basically happened to her, man. Or you've, you've, 
bitten more than you can chew. How <laughs> oh, did I know you were gonna say that? Oh. Hey, I'm not. I'm not even mad at you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not. At you. I'm not even mad at you. Tough, tough to swallow, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. But what? Okay, but what is in in? Because I don't feel like there's a whole whole lot we can really, you know, break this. Th- but what? Okay, what is the fascination with? Because I feel like there's another conversation that can be had here. What's the fascination with people watching other people get scammed? Like, is that, you know what I'm saying, is, is that like, because I just feel like it's almost a very lazy way for TV and these streaming services to hook people. Because it, it's, it's, I don't know. You know, you, you guys get what I'm saying? Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's based off the whole, the whole, what was that, uh, there was a show on, was it MTV a long time ago? Catfish? Catfish. Catfish. Was that yeah. yeah, yeah, it's based off of that, man. Once that kicked off and people loved it man that's that's what all this is about I, the only reason why i stuck around with this it wasn't even for the show man because i was gonna check out a long time ago what made me stick around was i wanted to see at some point if she was going to take responsibility and accountability for what she did all the way through she did not i can't remember one point where she said you know what yep yep I messed up. This was my everything was him, him, him. So that's why I stuck around. Now, I can't speak for other guys, why they stick around, why they watch it. But I think that's the big draw to it, man. For me, like, I definitely was not thinking, oh, you know, I want to see this this guy um, get his comeuppance. I was honestly the other way. I was like, I want to see her admit her fault. I was what, what I was dude? kind of annoyed by it because there kept being mm-hmm. little things that would, like, make you think she knows what's going on like she's just i think she just got in too deep and she didn't want to admit that she had you know she had some fault in it and i don't know if she was embarrassed and just hoping that it would all sort itself out and it didn't it just kept like snowballing but yeah i I was waiting for her to be like okay i gotta get my shit together like i need to fix this you know this is partly my fault too but no she didn't Mm-hmm. Well, bl- before so before I, you know, obviously before I got into, you know, the things I'm doing now, the creative ventures I'm into now, you know, I like many people worked service industry. Okay, man, there was something. Why are we not talking more about these poor people at Pure Food and Wine? These people, man, bro, the guy that was the, I guess he bust the tables or whatever. And I felt that that dude was saying, Nah, bro, that dude was the only one who was not buying into it. That dude was the only one who was checked into reality. All yeah, the rest dude. of them at that restaurant, they was like, oh, yeah, Swarma, yeah, we, uh, it's a little shady, but we thought this. And, oh, yeah, it seemed a little bit weird. But, hey, that guy that bust those tables, he was like, man, where's my check? Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. I, dude, She's I on felt the run. that dude. Where's my, yeah, bro. That dude was plugged <laughs> in. That, that boy had bills packed, piling up. Oh, and especially once it got out that, yeah, she's just out in Italy. She's over here. She's doing this. Oh, bro, you bro. running around jet setting and dude, dude I'm and just trying to get a loaf it on, of bread. Posting it on social media, bro. Posting it on Instagram. Oh, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that dude was not. He was not having it. He was not having it. I can't believe all them employees went back. Like after she reopened, Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, crazy, bro. Like, that's. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. You know. Yeah, I, I don't get that. I, I don't know how. I don't know why they gave her more money. Man, they. Yeah, who was giving her this money? Like what, investors <laughs> or something? Yeah, I think it was that guy. The guy, the guy you mentioned earlier from the beginning, mm-hmm. who invested in the first restaurant with the guy she was dating. You remember? And he oh. said it got so bad he had to make a choice. 
between the guy, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and Sorma, and he chose what's Sorma? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He chose Sorma. Hey, even that guy came to his senses at the end. Remember, it said the lawyer, her lawyer, contacted him and wanted him to write like a, what you get a character letter for him. And you know, I was like, man, nah, straight Garfield, I'm not doing that. Nah, I'm not doing that. Nah. <laughs> man, enough is enough. I'm not investing nothing else into this woman. I'm not investing time, money, nor ink or paper on this woman. Yeah, man. I'm good. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we're not going to touch on uh on Bernthal's dad, the homeless guy, Vincenzo Bernthal. We're not oh, going to touch on bro. him. That bro, he was there. the best thing about he it, man. Hilarious. Oh, he was the best thing about it. When that dude said, oh, Vinny, he, Vinny Bernthal. When he Vinny. got, when he said he got in his car and started driving to go to go get Leon to go get the dog, I'm like, dude. But oh, okay, man. I'm more curious about his story because when I, I'd swear, I'd swear, maybe because I again I did fall asleep during episode two. I swear, wasn't that dude homeless, bro? Mm-hmm. Hey, Netflix, at what you point could tell, did he get a car? <laughs> you could tell Netflix paid him good, man, because mm-hmm. bro, that dude was sitting up there with that black ops jacket on, them Frank Grillo cargo pants, gold, <laughs> the, the silver chain, bro. He was not, he got paid. He got paid. That but, dude did not look a fresh haircut. Oh, bro. Hey, but I'm trying to figure out of. if he, okay, maybe, I don't know, was he living in his car? I don't understand because if he was homeless and then he was telling the story how he was driving down to Tennessee mm-hmm. to go get dog, I'm like, well, hold on. Wait a second. That, we missing some beats <laughs> with this dude. If he cares so much about her and like, oh, she's such a wonderful woman, why did he wait till the very last minute to jump in and help? Did he not realize at the beginning, well, she's being scammed? Like, wait until she got arrested or whatever. I get it, man. At a certain point, you know, it's kind of like it's, it's, you know, it's you respect boundaries. I get it. He was respecting boundaries, man. That's all it was. I get you don't want to cross certain lines. And there's certain things when you see. That, you know, you might see something bad happening to a friend, but and you might see them going down a bad path. But as a friend, you kind of come to a crossroad where, okay, you know, I can tell them, but there's a good chance with what I'm seeing right now, they're not going to turn around and I become the bad guy. So I can kind of mention it and just Mm -hmm. let it go, which is what he did. He kind of mentioned it and then he let it go when he saw that she was full here, because if you would have kept pushing, he becomes the bad guy. You see, so I, I get it, man. I get it. And the way he cared about her, he just didn't. It was like, okay, you know what? Hey, let, let her, I'll just let her do her thing. He cared enough about her just to let her make her own mistakes, man. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, when that dude, bro, when that producer or whatever asked him about it, then he said, hey, man, don't ask me that. When he was crying, he was like, hey, don't ask me. Hey, they did not ask him again. They did not ask him again. That guy was not playing around. And he was describing oh, yeah. his relationship with her. Mm. And he was like, don't, don't, I can't, I can't describe it. And the producer was like, well, try, bro. That dude, like, he looked up, and the tears started coming out. And hey, don't ask me that again. Okay. Speaking of, what was the dude's name at Chipotle? <laughs> Who, what guy? What's Chipotle, the man. The little dude that she was probably, <sighs> probably sleeping with on the side, but they just said on the show, oh, that's my friend. Okay. All right. Mm. Time out. Let me, let me, Okay, let me just let me just replay this. So he moved, they moved to Tennessee. All right. And then she meets a dude, like she gets out every once in a while. She so says she can't find good food to eat, blah, blah, blah. So she starts going to Chipotle, makes a quote unquote friend. Now, if I remember correctly, they said something about they would hang out in the parking lot, they would drink beer, whatever. 
yada, yada, yada. Man, look, I'm not stupid. I know what I know what was going on there. I know exactly what was going on there. She I, belongs just... to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, man. I it, it was nah, bro. She had, yeah, yeah. They were they were uh there was a lot more going on in just some burrito bowls and uh <laughs> and some beers. I'm not stupid, bro. But notice, notice how you see. They didn't get into that because that would have put a negative connotation on the whole well, thing on her that's image. Well, that's my point. It. They yeah. skirted around. They were mm-hmm. like, she's like, oh, he was just my friend. He was somebody. Yep. I can talk. Okay. No, 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 no. Y'all, okay. For, okay. The fact that when she stopped going, for him to notice that she hadn't been there in like a day. I forgot how it shook out, but it was like, oh, she hadn't been there for a day. So I started getting worried. So that lets us know. She was going there like every day to talk to this dude. Look, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Chipotle, look, it's good. It's not that good. So she must have been going there for every day like that for a reason. Maybe. You got some good footlongs over there, man. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I oh, don't know. Boy. I'm just guessing. But oh. hey, hey, I mean, on a on a positive note. All the employees did get paid, though. From I looked it up earlier, man. Basically, uh, the money Netflix paid her, she offered all the images and hmm. stuff that she offered to Netflix. Netflix paid her for that, and she took the money, gave it to the attorney of the employees, and they all got paid. Now, she's saying she didn't make a profit on it, which Netflix confirmed. All of the mm-hmm. money went to pay. And I think there's still some other stuff. She's still working to pay off the investors and all of that, but... Uh, Mark my words, I think the whole point of this, her plan is to do the same thing those three ladies did on the Tinder Swindler. After it's all said and done, they're going to start up this GoFundMe account, which mm. people actually gave money to so they can pay off their debt for these wow. ladies. And I think that's what she's going to do. She's giving it time, but I think she's yeah. going to start up a GoFundMe account. Wow. I think that's what this is coming to. But yeah. Well, hey. The, the the people that work there got paid. They got theirs. So you know what? Hey, yeah. to me, that's a happy ending. Oh you know? well, hey, the fact that you don't hear that busboy screaming, you know he got oh. paid. <laughs> Brad, if, you know he got paid because he still felt, be cutting up. I felt every vowel, <laughs> every syllable coming out of that dude's mouth, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because at yeah, the end bro. of the day, look, I want my check. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's you know all saying? he was worried about. That's all he was worried about, oh, man. Oh man, well. Hey. As long as, well, as, long as a, the dog, the dog's okay, I'm happy. Yeah, I think Leon's all right. I think Leon's all right, man. I think Leon's all right. But uh, well, I tell you what, this was a, uh, this was a. Uh, we're not done, but um, I think we need to move on to something a little more, <laughs> a little more upbeat, as uh, per our tradition. Go around real quick. What have you been watching? What have you been streaming? Uh, Miss Jenny, you are up first. What you got? Okay, so I have been watching the new season of Upload. So this is a show created by Greg Daniels, who I believe is also behind The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, It is a sci-fi comedy set in the future um, where people can upload their consciousness to like a luxurious digital afterlife once they've passed. Um, The the story is about this, this guy, Nathan, who gets uploaded to a virtual resort and he meets the this is kind of from the synopsis, a down-to-earth Nora who starts as his customer service angel 
but becomes so much more as she helps find uh, helps him find friendship, love, and purpose. So she's like someone he can call on to do stuff for him. She's in the real world um, while he's like dead, and he's in this afterlife place. Um, so yeah, you basically get uploaded to this like heaven-like place, so you can basically live forever. Um, but when Nathan was uploaded, he lost all his memories. So the whole show is basically about him finding out more about what happened to him, like how he died, why he lost his memories, and kind of trying to regain his memories. So it's, it's I, I enjoy it. It's kind of an easy watch. It's pretty entertaining. It's just, yeah, at times it's not very engaging, but it's 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 pretty fun. So I've just mm. started season two of that. That, that just came out. So that's on Amazon Prime. Prime original. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I started season one. I couldn't, I couldn't get yeah. into it. I watched all of season one, and it was it was it was all right. I I walked away as they would say on Titan on uh Teen Titans. Oh, I was whelmed. I was whelmed. I was whelmed. Well, anything uh, overwhelm you that you've been watching? Uh, one I just finished, man, with Rosario Dawson, little mini series called the DMZ or just DMZ. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, it was all oh, four ready made, ready popped episode. That's all it took to flesh out a great mini series, man. Basically, it's it's if you remember the Warriors, though, I think it was the 70s show, the Warriors with all the gangs and all that. Yeah, the Warriors. That old show. Movie. Yeah. Mm. Take the Warriors, put them in a post apocalyptic time frame and that's pretty much what you got here basically it's at some point in time the united states a civil war broke out in the united states and they ended up splitting now there's two united states they ended up splitting manhattan became the only safe space demilitarized zone i think that's how you say it and that's where basically rosario dawson was trying to evacuate with her young son somewhere i forget where they were trying to get but they ended up getting separated so rosario dawson ended up in one of the united states and the son ended up staying in manhattan a small boy well fast forward she comes back into manhattan looking for and manhattan is like sanctioned off man it's gangs in there political you know it's just just like the warriors you know but there's a political structure in there man and she comes back in there looking for a son and like the dad uh you recognize the guy benjamin bratt he plays the dad mm. and uh basically the son now is like a top gang assassin for the dad man it's it's good old boy from uh what's his name hoon lee plays in it old boy from warrior mm. and an old guy that played yeah. joe on uh what's that show banshee you watch, man? banshee yeah he's in there mm. man he's one of the leaders of the gangs man it's it's real good four episodes man start to fit great storyline that's all it took to flesh out that storyline yeah dmz that's a that's a dc comic it was it was it was good man it was really really good straight to the point everything got fleshed out man it was didn't need like 25 episodes no man four episodes and it was done really good. yeah Good, yeah, man. that's a yeah, a DMC comic. Uh, sorry, DC comic. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I was uh, man, we've been burning through that epic show that you told me about. From mm, man, oh, how you like man. it, man? How you like? Oh, it? dude, that shit, man, phenomenal. Man. No, fantastic. I figured, you, I figured you'd like it. It's right fantastic. up your alley, man. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. I, I I'm not convinced that. You, you know, we initially, you know, you and I were thinking that it was, you know, probably something, you know, demonic, supernatural demons. Honestly, dude, where I'm assuming we're over the halfway point of season one at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what it is. What it is, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
-hmm. think it's more science fiction mm -hmm. because here's here's why I'm saying that. Typically, when show okay, the show basically the premise is uh, for the listeners, um, it's uh, a group of people living in a town, and once you just sort of stumble upon this town, there's no way out. Like you cannot get out. Um, uh, and that's it. You're stuck. But the, the rub is uh, when the sun goes down, these people that are, I don't know, some sort of like creature or something, they come out and they will try to eat the residents and they'll try is to get in your they're house. Doing? They're eating them yep. or just ripping them apart. They're actually eating them. Yeah, they're eating parts of them. They're oh, eating okay. them from the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, as far as far as I can tell, that's what they were doing. They're and, definitely not vegan. Yep. <laughs> and uh, they can't get in your home unless you invite them in because they're these these talismans that 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 ward them off. Well, the first episode essentially introduces a new group of people that get stuck in this town, and the, and the interesting part is two cars happen to come across at once and that hasn't happened for a long time and for the first time ever you have people and it's essentially the new people um they're trying to figure out where they are and how to get out so you have one guy he's he's built like a like a radio transmitter you got another guy from more of a sort of a metaphysical standpoint and yeah it, it's really good man. it's it's really really good but the reason why i'm saying i don't think it is something to do with like demons and supernatural religion type stuff is because typically when you have shows like that that deal with people somewhere they can't figure it out they don't know where they are you got something trying to get them that's always the default religion i could be wrong whatever whatever's going on wherever they are i think it has more to do with science than it has to do with the supernatural that's just my opinion but well, really good the same it's from the same people that did lost because I figured that, man, because it had the same feel. So it's from the same people that did Lost. And I hope. Is it? They don't, I think so, man. Uh, on one of the trailers, they say something about Lost. I think it's the same people did Lost. Hmm. You don't get that same feel from it? I mean, I get the same. I get a similar yeah. vibe. I didn't know it was yeah. the same. Yeah, I didn't that know whole the same vibe. People. Yeah, I think it's the I don't, same. I don't, yeah, I don't, executive I, producers of Lost. I'm looking at it now. Executive producers mm, of Lost. Okay. Yeah, the same feel, man. Yeah, it's the same feel. But yeah, really good. So on Epics, uh, you can actually watch the first handful of episodes free on Prime if you have Prime. So, all right, guys. Well, that'll do mm -hmm. us. Uh, Miss Jenny, you want to hit them with the socials? Yep. You can find us on Instagram at Rage Against the Stream. On Twitter at rats underscore pack, and we're also on Facebook at Rage Against the Stream Podcast. All right, fantastic. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, as always, look, drop us a line. We got anything wrong, uh, or you just want to chime in with your thoughts on any of the shows or that we talked about, or bad vegan, drop us a line on the aforementioned uh, social media platforms. Otherwise, we will see you next time for a brand new episode. Thanks for listening. Peace. Mm, just in time for my Domino's pizza.